and now that I've ranted, uh, you know, to explain that one line, um, now I'm going to come to the other points. Uh, so this will be part two of the episode. Um, so let me, I guess, once again, start with a assalamu alaikum, everybody. Hello. Hope you're all safe, sound and healthy. And as I said, this is part two of the uh, podcast episode um uh, where i am ranting about the sovereignty of pakistan being lost about the capacity of the us ambassador um the you know the ball the balls of the us sending their ambassador directly to our election commissioner bypassing all protocols and now the other two points um Imran Khan, as always, as I said, uh, that the reason I'm just not, you know, talking about it is because I can see no progress. Um, the special sessions court that actually does, should not even exist because legally, technically, constitutionally, it doesn't exist. But they illegally created this whole thing um, just to keep Imran Khan in jail. And uh, look at the fact that they did not even allow Imran Khan out of jail to come to court. They uh, went to jail to continue the trial, to continue the session, and they extended his um, jail time, they extended his remand. They have uh, on paper accepted that uh, bail can be uh, asked for and obviously they're not going to grant bail and that will be tomorrow that his lawyer will submit it and everybody knows nothing's going to happen but the lawyer may actually take that um, and put it to good use. He might, you know, use that to go over their head and go directly to Islamabad High Court. Don't know. On the other hand, um, Imran Riaz Khan, as I said again, nothing, nothing doing. Um, once again, the court held uh, a session and once again the court has tried to ask about his whereabouts um once again the court was given stories um they are being appeased um by the law enforcement agencies stating that no there's progress being made we we, we will give you good news and blah de blah and obviously his lawyer is under fire imran riaz khan's lawyer who's also his best friend is under fire and very understandably so um because yes he has wasted i mean so much time has been wasted um imran riaz khan's family you know are on right mentally on right at the edge obviously the establishment the law enforcement agencies the intelligence agencies they try to pressurize his family his father into making deals promising that if they make deals then they would let him go but his father is a very honest man and a principled man so there was a no-go there um he wasn't going to you know destroy his own principles and his son's principles just to make a deal with them um so basically it's left to the lawyer to you know strike some sort of a deal and we can understand why the lawyer is not going through legal process because first of all remember um he the imran riaz khan was kidnapped there was no legal arrest there was no warrant issued um it, the whole the entirety of the whole situation is ridiculous because it is not legal so obviously his lawyer cannot go through legal process his lawyer needs to you know um go through the channels that uh were the same channels that were used 
to kidnap his client you know so he has to they use the backdoor channels to kidnap his client so he needs to go through those same backdoor channels to retrieve his client you know it's it's very understandable um but and then on the other side uh you know uh the uh, i mean justice bandial is the person who's still pissing me off to be honest um i'm sure that the the i know that the lawyers are out uh, staging a massive protest the people are out staging a massive protest but as i said before um these protests are not going to help us any we need to go on a more aggressive level against these people because um protests are we're long past protests um but let's see because the lawyers when they start a protest it doesn't end with just a protest so they're gearing up let's see what happens but i do say that the lawyers at least should realize the judges should realize the whole judicial um machinery of pakistan should realize that they are literally the reason why pakistan is where it is today they are responsible they are 100% responsible for what is going on in pakistan today had they not opened their damn bloody courts in the middle of the night you know not none of this would have happened they have themselves to blame entirely and i hope that they really really uh you know just being guilty and saying oh you know we're sorry but we were doing this is not enough um they need to show their responsibility by fixing this shit the fact that they can't even fix the shit it just shows how bad they are um and you know at taking responsibility for anything it it actually shows how in shambles our judiciary is and how in shambles our whole country has been as i keep on saying for the past you know 50 60 70 years um our country has always been in shambles and that is why we we people like me have always said just burn the thing down and you know start from scratch that is this is the i i hope people are now realizing that my uh, allegedly radical statements um uh, actually are not radical and that they hold a deep meaning and that people can see it unfolding in front of their eyes and not to say that people ever called my uh, thoughts radical to be honest most of the people actually agreed with me um uh, in fact a huge percentage of people have always agreed with me and when they get peed off they and they say the same thing too and um, these are the same people who are out in the streets you know um there's do not uh think that in pakistan there is no movement mind it in pakistan there is movement people from kashmir all the way to sindh are out in the streets they're burning their bills they are uh you know uh very aggressive the lawyers are out they're aggressive um the public is out the businessmen are out they're aggressive so yeah no 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 don't think that there is no movement in pakistan but again as i say this is st- even this is not enough so you can imagine that even this is not enough why because as i said um you see the culprits they literally exposed themselves very recklessly and now they have they feel they have no choice but to just continue pushing forward until they destroy everything because as we say you know their faces have been exposed the kidnappers the hijackers faces are exposed so they have no choice but to kill the hostages you know we are the hostages 
our country has been hijacked and the hijackers of the are of the establishment the army um nawaz sharif zardari and their groups of people and uh, maulana fazlur rahman and you know pdm basically all the corrupt people who joined forces so they exposed themselves now to not just the masses of pakistan but to the whole world you see um they're but crack naked really and that is why they you know they feel they have no choice they can't step back even though actually they had two to three golden chances to step back but they were acting like how america has been acting with pakistan you know america needs pakistan many countries around pakistan actually need pakistan like it or not even india needs pakistan iran needs pakistan middle east needs pakistan but the problem is that even china needs pakistan so does russia actually strangely but the thing is that the reason not strangely actually i'm just politically saying strangely but geographically very obviously um the reason why um uh, the fact that even though they they want they need and they need they depend on pakistan heavily but they don't want pakistan to you know uh to have the upper hand so it's like you know it's like how you have a person who needs money from you but that person is going to um treat you as if you are under that person and as if you owe them that money even though it's your money and um they should be on their knees begging you for that money but they're putting you down on your knees while extorting that money from you you understand so that is the behavior of most of these countries with pakistan and especially with america and europe as well and that is exactly the same behavior that the establishment and the army and the and the you know the corrupt politicians of pdm nawaz sharif zardari and all that is the attitude that they are now trying to put place um you know towards us the people you understand so yeah so the people need to grab them by their collars and they need to um eliminate them there is no other way seriously at the end of the day there is no other way it's just like how the people in france have realized also that there is no other way and that is why they're just not leaving it alone they're not putting it to rest if anything it's just increasing um so yeah that is exactly what pakistan needs to do we need to get more aggressive um as i said yes aggression is building up already but i think we still need to do even more than that we need to grab them by their collars we need to simultaneously with army precision surround them all and get them all in one go not step by step we need to get all of them in one go and then we need to uh give a very very uh important a very big message to us starting with a shut up call for interfering with pakistan and the us needs to pay for that interference yes it needs to pay so this is basically what we have right now going on we have imran khan that obviously because the president of pakistan um you know arif alwi dr arif alwi he uh stated at first that none of these so called bills and acts actually have legitimacy because he never signed them and number 2 um he has been calling them out 
on their illegal stances and asking them to revise it. And number three, he has been trying to force um, the Election Commission uh, of Pakistan to adhere uh, to some semblance of sanity, to adhere to constitution rules, um, and you know, uh, you know, put forward a date for the elections. In fact, he himself has put forward a date. I think it's somewhere around September, which obviously cannot happen, and now it might be pushed to November. But I don't see anything happening. Nobody sees anything happening because they are pushing back. They are actually questioning. Um, his status, his authority, when he's actually a president, a legitimate president. And I think he needs to question their status, their standing, their authority, because they are not even legit. You know, um, the caretaker governments are not legit. Their time was way gone. The establishment is no longer le legit. The army is definitely no longer legit. Um, and the um, election commission is very obviously not legit. Um, so, yeah, I think he needs to question the legitimacy of the so-called government right now. Um, his legitimacy cannot be uh, questioned. And if, if, he, if they're questioning his, then they need to be questioned. If he needs to leave, they all need to leave. It's as simple as that. If they're staying, so is he. Bloody hell, yes. So, yeah, I mean, he is trying to do his part right now. He is challenging them. He has very openly stated that these acts, these special session codes, these army act and blah de blah is it does not have any legal or constitutional standing or legitimacy because he never even signed them. And, you know, so that has put everything up in the air. But the fact that they're so openly continuing with the illegal activities, you know, they're literally saying, who cares what you people think? Because Pakistan doesn't belong to you anymore. You know, we're following our real masters and that's up there in the U.S. And we're going to do what the U.S. tells us to do. So Pakistan's legal framework and Pakistan's constitution framework has no standing. Plus, you know, if you remember, they made such a hullabaloo about how Qaidi Azam's house, Jinnah house, Jinnah house, Jinnah house, they made that an excuse to, uh, to uh, basically attack the public, to arrest PTI members, to arrest the public, to sexually harass, assault and rape women, to kidnap children, to uh, kidnap, um, you know, uh, PTI members, spouses, family members, parents, children, wives, it didn't matter. So they use that as an excuse to start attacking and assaulting the public of Pakistan and the, and the members of PTI and uh, especially the educated members because PTI is basically, as I said, the public and the public, is, you know, uh, the, a huge amount of the middle class people, which are the educated people, uh, the, uh, those from the academia, those, you know, the, the, from the, from the, um, field of expertise, you can say. The specialists, the experts, they were the ones who were working uh, as members of PTI. And as I said, they're all part of the public. So the establishment, the army were ordered by the U.S. establishment 
to attack uh, the the females of Pakistan sexually so that they should be put down and they should be brought back to the American way of living, which is that women have no rights and women have no uh, authority and women should have no place in politics. Um, whereas in Pakistan, we have actually had uh, a female prime minister already, but pa- but America has yet to see a female president. Um, so, you know, America is trying to bring Pakistan down on its knees, is trying to regress Pakistan, is trying to regress the standing of females in Pakistan, whereas the very birth of Pakistan um, constituted... Uh, you know, female involvement. It wasn't just Qaid Azam, it was his sister as well. They were both a duo. And then, you know, the the whole group of people that worked with them, a huge number of females were involved in the creation of Pakistan, in the, in the you know, in the struggle for the creation of Pakistan. So um, women have always been extremely active, um, you know, since the foundation of Pakistan. But um, thanks to America's constant interference um, through its minions and fifth columnists, women were, you know, forced to sort of, uh, you know, become a more minor, to have a more minor role in in Pakistan, uh, you know, as opposed to what their original role was during the creation of the country. And now, because uh, they went back you know, to that original form of authority and prominence and, you know, uh, under Imran Khan's lead, um, again, America had to take over. And so the first thing that America did was make um, the illegal um, uh, establishment, the illegal law enforcement agencies, the illegal government to clamp down on women uh, educated women and educated men especially to tell them that you know there is no place for educated women and men in the politics of Pakistan that it has to be only in the hands of people who are forever insecure enough to always lick the asses of America's establishment and American government so that is where what also they've been doing um and so as i said using Janah, the attack on Janah house which is a false flag operation very obvious very glaring false flag operation um using that as an excuse they cracked down on imran khan's members of members of pti on his core committee members on his um you know on uh on previous uh, ministers uh, and you know like Shah Mahmood Qureshi and all who was once again paraded into jail handcuffed now he's a veteran you understand he is a veteran politician and there has never been a scandal against him on corruption he is an upstanding upright politician and yet um, you know he was paraded with handcuffs to court um, and, you know, this is just they're humiliating. They're humiliating people deliberately thinking that they will scare the women, they will scare the people. As I keep on telling them, you're, you're actually messing with the wrong people and you've, you've actually chosen the wrong time to mess with the people of Pakistan, you know. So that's why it's going nowhere. And as I said, using all that as an excuse, um, when it came, when Azam's day came, um this month um not a word um that same army that was crying about the shaheeds and crying about jinnah house and crying about this and that 
not a word they did not say a single word about the foundation of pakistan about the creator of pakistan about qaid azam mohammad ali jinnah about his sister about how they struggled to make pakistan what it is and how they you know not a word jinnah the you know jinnah day was as if it didn't happen this year if that again doesn't tell you anything i don't know what does seriously then you have to be a, a whole level of morons not to understand what's going on here so i'll leave it at that and i'll leave you to think think about it and decide if you want to continue being morons and made fools of off or if you're actually going to you know see what's going on and do something about it with us so this is me signing out for the hafiz